up, guys? Boy, oh boy, what a whooping Alabama put on Tennessee. But I, I will say this. We saw some some things, but I hate moral victories. Uh, if you don't win the game, you, you, you're a loser, unfortunately. So 58-21 was the final score. If you watched my show Wednesday, I had the score 47-21 Alabama. I was I nailed Tennessee's score, but was a little bit off on the Alabama score. So I'll take that. So I'm going to run down some stats for you guys. For those who like to listen to the audio portion of this podcast, greatly appreciate everybody. I will go ahead and start off by total yardage here. Alabama had 545 yards to Tennessee's 258 yards. Alabama had one turnover. Tennessee had one turnover. Alabama had 30 first downs to Tennessee's 13 first downs. Time of possession was almost uh, almost the same. Uh, Alabama 32 minutes and 33 seconds. Tennessee was 27 minutes and 27 seconds. The time of possession obviously uh, doesn't make a difference in this game because Alabama scored 21 points in about eight minutes. Um, so time of possession really doesn't matter. They were they got a chunk of that at the end of the game. So you got your first downs. Already went over that. Your passing. Uh, let's take a look here. We had 327 yards for Alabama, 227 for Tennessee. Their completion. Now this is for both quarterbacks. Uh, you went 21 and 32. Let's see, 21 and 32, uh, and then Tennessee was 14 and 25. So really, we ugh. passing per yard. Uh, Alabama was 10 yards per pass, and Tennessee was nine yards per pass. Uh, a lot of that coming from Keller Christ. Uh, Alabama obviously threw the one interception. Let's go down to your rushing. 218 rushing yards for Alabama. 31 for Tennessee. Run factor not big at all for Tennessee. Uh, we had four, the Alabama had 42 rushing attempts. Tennessee had 30 rushing attempts. So 30 rushing attempts and only 31 yards. Wow, that's pretty bad. Uh, Alabama averaged 5.2 yards a rush. Tennessee, obviously, one yard per rush. Penalties uh, uh, have favored <laughs> Tennessee. That's the only thing that favored us in this game. Nine penalties for 59 yards and five penalties for Alabama for 36 yards. And we had one fumble. Tennessee had one fumble that was uh, lost, and Alabama obviously had zero. A lot of missed penalties in this in this game. Now, I'm not saying that's the reason why we lost this game because clearly we just got outplayed um, on offense and defense. Uh, but there was a lot of missed penalties, um, and there was a few uh, on Tennessee side that was missed. Actually, a lot on Tennessee side that was missed, and then uh, very few on Alabama side that was missed. So uh, I know we had the horse collar. I know we had that was missed. I know we had Elante Taylor being ejected for... Uh, didn't look like it was it was as bad as what they said, and then we had the same situation on the other side. I mean, it was just uh, bad refing uh, this game. But overall, ten, uh, Alabama obviously clearly dominated us. So let me look at the box score here. I'll give you uh, game leaders as far as uh, Tua and then Keller, Chris, and JG. And as you know, JG went down with an injury. We'll talk about that in just a second. So Tua went 19 of 29 for 306 yards, 10 yards per pass, uh, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Still holds that zero interception mark this year. 
Jalen Hurts went two, he only threw the ball three times, two of three, 21 yards, seven yard average, zero touchdowns and one interception, and he also rushed for a touchdown. Keller Chris, nine of 15, 164 yards, average 10.9, two touchdowns. And JG, five of 10, 63 yards, uh, 6.3 average, and zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. So no interceptions by the quarterbacks today for Tennessee. Let's go to rushing. Alabama's two, uh, they actually rushed the ball pretty well with uh, look like three uh, running backs here. Their fourth string running back actually had more, I believe, than their first and second string. You got Jacobs for 12 carries for 68 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Robinson Jr., 13 carries, 60 yards. And then you got Najee Harris for nine carries, 50 yards, and no touchdowns. And obviously, uh, Jalen with a rushing touchdown, Damian Harris with a rushing touchdown. Uh, now let's go over to Tennessee side. <clears throat> Tim Jordan, 14 carries, 50 yards, uh, no touchdowns. Ty Chandler, nine carries, 21 yards. And it was just bad, bad overall rushing offense. Uh, Keller Chris obviously got, uh, looked like you, either that was a sack, minus three yards. Madre London, minus five yards. Jared Garantano, minus 30 because of the sacks. So for a team overall, obviously, like I said, was 31 yards rushing. Terrible, terrible offensive play by Tennessee. And I say terrible, even though 21 points are on the board, I it's still a terrible, terrible offensive performance. Main reason why that offensive line. Let's talk about receiving. Juwan Jennings, six receptions, 102 yards. He broke the 100-yard uh, mark this uh, week, and he played big. No touchdowns. He had a 40 uh, long of 40 yards. Ty Chandler, three receptions, 39 yards. Callaway was absolute. No catches for Callaway this game. None. Josh Palmer, one catch for 30 yards. Uh, Brandon Johnson, one catch for 27. Tyler Bird, one for 20 and a touchdown. Tyler Bird sighting. Haven't seen Tyler Bird all year. Uh, and then we had Tim Jordan, one reception, seven yards. Uh, Eli Wolf, one reception, two yards. So your second leading receiver was a was a running back. Actually, your your top receiver, top leading receiver was Juwan Jennings, a wide receiver, and then your next two after that were running backs. So no, I'm sorry, I, I apologize, I read that wrong. Ty Chandler was your second, which is a running back, and Josh Palmer is clearly a wide receiver. He's your third. So let's go over to Alabama. It really doesn't make a difference if I say they're they're receiving or not. Waddle had four receptions, 117 yards, one uh, touchdown. Judy had five receptions, 72 yards, and a touchdown. Ruggs had three receptions, 65 yards, and a touchdown. Smith had five receptions, 50 yards, and a touchdown. All their receivers had touchdowns. Very well played offense by Alabama. And the defense, do we really, we don't even need to go in the defense because, you know, there was no defense for Tennessee. It was pretty bad. Like I said, Alabama scored 14 points in four minutes in the first quarter. 21 points in 10 minutes, I believe. And after that, it was off to the races. <clears throat> uh, JG did go down with an injury, with an apparent uh, collarbone injury. But good news, he came out the second half, or the, um, I don't know if it was the second half or, third, or the fourth quarter. He came out with his uh, hoodie on, no sling, which tells me he didn't break the collarbone. So it could be just bruised. Um, but obviously, he was not in his pads or anything. He was just dressed as a, obviously an injured player 
but that's the good news for JG. But Keller Chris came in and he, he he played good. I'm not a big Keller Chris fan. I'm a JG fan, but Keller came in, did his job, and he led the team with two touchdown passes and left a little little bit of hope of Tennessee coming back. But I, I believe he handled himself pretty well. He he got a rocket of an arm. He he stood in the pocket. Um, and to me, the offensive line protected a lot better with Keller Christ as the quarterback than they did with JG. Now, that might just be JG holds the ball too long or the offensive line is just doesn't like to block for JG or what, but to me, the offensive line did a lot better with uh, Keller Christ in the game. Um, the offensive line, to me, is uh, is a thin sheet of plexiglass. Um, already broken a thin sheet of plexiglass already broken the offensive line is terrible uh, I thought they would get a little bit better with more experience after a few games doesn't seem to be the case I gave them the benefit of the doubt when they played Georgia because they protected uh, pretty well against Georgia they protected well against Auburn as well but when it came to Alabama they either got intimidated or they just flat out cannot play football several times you see an offensive lineman whiff on a block. Whiff! Not even touch a defender. Not even touch him. And they're not even sending a blitz when they just have a four-man rush or a five-man rush. They whiff! They don't touch a single person. That, to me, tells me that the offensive line has no fundamental skills. They're not good. They're not good. Now you can give them, you know, you can say Trey Smith is, is, you know, the, the pressure is coming from Trey's side as well. You know, Trey is probably the best offensive lineman we have, but he can't do it himself. And I understand some pressure comes to his side and he gives up sacks. But when you whiff on three or four or five or even more than five plays... Something is clearly wrong with coaching these guys or they just can't, they flat out can't play football. I'm 213 pounds. You put me on the offensive line. I will at least touch somebody. Touch. Very poor performance by the offensive line. Very lackadaisical. They just, they didn't look, they were feet, they feared Alabama before the kickoff. And that's bad. And when Alabama jumped out quick, it was a wrap. It was a wrap. You heard it from Coach Pruitt himself. He said, I have some guys out there that gave up that are not fighting. But you know what? I'll recruit 25 more guys that will fight. He knows some of this team, some of these players are giving up. He knows it. And unfortunately, some of these players did come from Butch Jones... But still, you're here to play football. Play damn football. So Pruitt knows what he has on this team. And I understand it's his first year. And he's going to do the right thing to get it back on track. Now, that might taking that might take wait waiting three or four years. Sorry, got a call for some reason. That might take three or four years of waiting. But once he gets his guys in here, I think we'll be okay. But 
Keyword, wait. We waited with Derek Dooley. We waited with Butch Jones. And we have to wait again. There's a point where waiting a decade or more gets a little annoying. So something needs to be done as quickly as possible, swiftly as possible, to to get the, the train back on the tracks. Tennessee fans are losing hope. And I don't blame them, but this is Pruitt's first year. We got to stick with them for now. <laughs> for now. Let them work through this first year, weed out the players that don't need to be there, and get his players in there. And then maybe he'll turn this thing all the way around. I'd say he's he's got to turn around maybe a quarter of the way. He's not even halfway there yet. <clears throat> Once he gets his guys in and weeds some of these guys out, he might be halfway there. And then we've got another quarter and another quarter to go. Give Pruitt some time. I understand that's not what we want to hear at this point. But, you know, as a fan and, and as doing this, as a profession, talking about Tennessee, I, I want to use my brain when I pick Tennessee in, in some games. And <clears throat> excuse me, I want to I want to use my brain when talking about Tennessee football. I want to be realistic with it. I don't want to be the the fan that talks about them and says we're going to beat Alabama every year. We're going to go twelve and zero every every year. We need to fire this coach right now. I don't want to be that guy. I want to I want to leave a sliver of hope that Pruitt will turn this around. I want to be the guy that gives you the realistic thoughts of how I'm feeling and how you might feel as well. But obviously, all Tennessee fans are not going to see eye to eye, and I understand that. You know, I can make one side happy with what I say, but then the other side will be pissed off or mad. But then when I try to make that pissed off or mad side happy, then that other side is not happy. So really, it's a lose-lose situation for me. (laughs) So... It is what it is. We got our tails whooped today. Hate moral victories. We saw a few good things out of the, out of the Keller Chris, which that's going into South Carolina. South Carolina is definitely a winnable game. Um, not sure what the spread. Obviously, that won't be released probably till first thing Monday. And we'll also find out Monday or even tomorrow JG's injury status. But Alabama did get the victory today, 58-21. to with a schlacking on Tennessee. Alabama scored 28 points in the first quarter, 14 in the second, 16 in the third, and they were shut out in the fourth. Because obviously they didn't just they didn't need to score anymore. Tennessee scored zero in the first, 14 in the second, seven in the third, and zero in the fourth. Tough day for Tennessee. Tough day. But good news is, basketball season's coming around the corner. <laughs> Something to look forward to. But guys, I am Josh with League of Their Own. I appreciate you coming on and listening. Make sure you come back Wednesday to our Facebook page. I will go live. We're going to talk about South Carolina game. We'll talk a little bit about the Alabama game. Um, and I think it's 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 time for everybody to to buckle up their, their seat belts and put on their helmets because anything's possible now. We don't know what's going to happen. We have nothing to lose, so we should see some some different play. Hopefully, I thought we'd see a lot a lot a, a different play today. Didn't we? Didn't see that. 
I thought we'd see some different offensive play calling that we'd never seen. Didn't see that. Thought we'd see some some different schemes on defense. Defense, we didn't see that either. So we'll find out how South Carolina goes next week. But guys, I will see you guys Wednesday. Talk about this Alabama game a little bit, and then we'll go straight into South Carolina. And uh, man, let's hope we can win out. But if we can get the six wins this year, I'll be happy with that whole game. But we'll need to get past South Carolina first, game at a time. Guys, I am Joshua League of Their Own. Do the live shows every Wednesday on Facebook. And then we do the audio podcast after the game. That's the new routine. Live show on Wednesday on Facebook. After the game on Saturday, we do the audio podcast. All right? So that's going to be the new routine. But until Wednesday, I will see you guys later. As always, go Vols.